Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And Aaron Sexton, and you on a Monday afternoon. Welcome into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Monday, 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 lots to talk about. I do mean a lot to talk about here on the program. Uh, Ward White, how are we today? Outstanding. I beg your pardon? Outstanding. Thank you. For a minute, I didn't think your mic was on. Uh, Aaron, you doing okay? Doing great, doing great. Good, 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 good. It's a couple minutes after four. It's a beautiful day. Uh, sunshine and what, uh, 112 right now? <laughs> I mean, it's October. When's this stuff end? I thought it was already over. Uh, you know what that was? That was called a tease. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're going to have a 58 degree night or two to let you know what it feels like, and then we're going right back up to 75 degrees at night or whatever the case it is. I don't know, but it's hot. And it's it's I, I, it's the middle of football season. It is time to to put on a jacket and not uh, not a tank top like Ward is wearing today. Ward's wearing his uh, ESPN Central <laughs> Texas tank top. <laughs> uh. and, and trust me when I know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we welcome you into the program. Uh, high school football we'll get to today. Cowboys will get to today. You know, last night, if you could stomach all of the blah, blah, blah about Belichick and, and Brady, because last time I checked, there was, I don't know, 22 guys on each, you know, 11 on the offense, 11 on the defense. It wasn't just Tom Brady going one-on-one against Bill Belichick. But anyway, it was, it was I thought, considering the elements and everything, I thought it was a fun football game. Uh and I'm telling you, I thought the New England quarterback, Mac Jones, played pretty well. He did. I thought Belichick did a great job, especially in the red zone against Tom Brady. He dialed up some things, for, made it difficult on Brady. Every snap was something different, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It, it? It may have been a different look. It may have been a different scheme. Everything was – I mean, they – yeah, I mean, they said, okay, you can move the football, but when you get to about that 25, we're going we're gonna to start uh, doing a couple things different. We need you to kick field goals. And it really worked. I mean – I don't know. You can question whether or not they should have maybe went for it on fourth and three, but what if they don't get it? Then you never have the opportunity to attempt the field goal. And in today's NFL, guys make 55 yarders all the time. They do. You know, and it's a 56-yard field goal, which, by the way, if he doesn't hit the left upright, it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had plenty of leg. He did. I, I just think you want to give yourself a better chance. But, I mean, I, I'm not going to question the decision there. At 6-1, half dozen another. Yeah. I mean, you know your personnel better than 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 the other. I mean, Belichick knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knew his personnel. He felt like, and he's been there, done that once or twice. Well, Give yeah, him a and, little credit. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I I don't know if he looks at analytics. I, I'm not an analytics guy. I'll be the first one to tell you, and, and I don't pay any attention to him to this day, and I refuse to. Uh, and, and but I know that they're useful to some people. But still, I think it's more valuable going off a gut feeling of what you think is your football team is capable of at that moment. Not what somebody else has did in the past to give you the numbers. I want to know about my football team, and do I feel like they can dig down deep enough to go get it? 
And if I don't feel like that, then I'm going to go with my other feelings. And I think that's exactly what Bill Belichick did. And he said, let's go kick. Let's get the three on the board. And let's play some defense and see if we can get a couple of stops and get out of here with a win at home. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and speaking of analytics on that play, it's not like it was overwhelming that you go for it. I mean, it was, it was pretty. It was like fifty. You, you. If you went for it on fourth down, supposedly it gave you a fifty-three percent chance to win. If you kick the field goal, forty-seven or something like that. Yeah, you're 50, speaking a foreign language. Yeah, to me. I mean, it, it, it was a yeah. coin flip either way, basically, yeah. even with analytics. And, 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 and I, I, it, again, here, I don't go on that. And, he, and here's the other thing about the analytics. Let, let's say we all went by analytics. Does anal, did that particular formula? take into consideration the weather conditions. Weather conditions, the crowd, Rookie quarterback. Else. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, there's know. a lot of things that, that go into that. And I'm just telling you, I had no problem with him trotting his kicker out there. Mm -mm. And, no, 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 I'm not going to second-guess a coach on a situation like that. I missed it not. To, he missed it to the left. Yeah. It wasn't like it came up 10 yards short. No. He missed it to the left. It hit the upright. Well, it, it could have got blocked. It yeah. a, million a million things. things right. know, the rain could have – bad snap. I mean, a but, lot of things could happen. But well, what do you think the talking heads would have been saying this morning if they would have went for it on fourth and three and it would have been an incomplete pass? Or worse yet, a drop or something like that? Why didn't he kick, why didn't he kick the field what goal? What are you doing going for it on fourth and three? Kick, get, get your sure three points and go play defense yep. in the rain. Yep. It's At just, home. It's just another talking I, point. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, it was a terrific football game, and mm -hmm. a good football team beat a team that's still trying to find its 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 footing. They're one in what one and three now. Yeah, one and two. What uh, what are they? Tampa Bay. No, no, no. Uh, New England. They're one, one and one three. and three now. Yeah, one and three. And Tampa Bay's what uh, three, three and, and one. one. Yeah. So it's a good football team beats what I think New England still may end up being a good football team before it's all said and done. I thought Mac Jones, in all of that zoo, because you know it was a zoo. Mm -hmm. He played well. He played well. Yeah, I agree. He played well. Gave I, themselves I, a chance. Again, I go back to what Belichick was able to do in the red zone to Tom Brady, and I, you know, I don't know that it confused Tom Brady, but it made him uncomfortable. Look, Just uncomfortable enough. They played well enough that a kick wins a football game. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it is what it is. Yeah, I, th I thought New here's the beauty well. of that whole thing. After this conversation right here, we ain't having it again. <laughs> I Because it got ridiculous, the return. I mean, it was like as the world turns or <laughs> days of our lives or something. I mean, I come on. It was more than Belichick and Brady. It was, but it was a huge thing. I mean, for fans and for everybody else, the talking points that they had leading up to it. I thought it was interesting that they had the video of Tom Brady and everybody cheered when he came out of the tunnel, but when he came out for his first possession. Not so much, my friend. They rained down booze on top of him. Yeah, that was they did. greatness. It was, it, that was fans doing exactly what fans are supposed to do. Welcome home. Here's a big hug. Now we're going to kick your butt. Yeah. I, I mean, I that's that exactly great. what I got out of it. That and, was great. And when he set the record, quick two-second flash up <laughs> on the screen and let's keep moving on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It yeah. was awesome. I thought that I thought they handled it well. But anyway, uh, Cowboys win with a twenty-point third quarter, and then I don't know, guys. I, I realize that you know, keep your motor running after you build that lead is kind of tough. But they went down there not once but twice and put touchdowns on the board. And the next thing you know, it's an interesting one-score football game. Mm -hmm. And Trayvon Diggs is still not in the game. 
If something's going on with Trayvon Diggs. I'm sorry. That was not time management, time like they were man- trying to say. Yeah, I never re- heard of that before either. And I, I, Well, I mean, Look, not, not in a game like that. But. W- when you're up 20, when you're up 20, okay, rest your guy. Why not? But, but once they get – okay, after one score, but two scores, get his backside mm-hmm. into the football game. Yeah. And he still had a towel on top of his head. He, Something's going on. He had no intention of going back in that football game mm. the way I the way I saw it. Didn't seem like it to me either. So, and, and I don't know. And I, I kept going. There's more to this little deal. That's what I thought. And I still think there may be more to this deal. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, so we'll get into that a little bit today. Uh, and of course, high school football. Ward, you called a heck of a football game Friday night. That one was a knockdown dragout, wasn't it? It was. It was an amazing football game, uh, and you expected it to be a good football game going into that. Uh, Harker Heights been playing very well, um, and Temple's kind of gained a little momentum over the past two or three ball games. So um, it, it ended up being exactly what we thought it might be, and it it was a whale of a football game on Friday night with Temple able to get some separation there in the fourth quarter and, and take a 10-point win uh, out of Wildcat Stadium. But it did not come easy for them. So we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some other high school games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. How about Melissa beating Argyle? Not beating Argyle. Shut them out. Thumping Argyle. And that, that's a – that is probably as historic a win for that program – Oh, yeah. As they've ever had. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, you know, you talk about being able to, to win by 21 points, but more importantly, I'd like to know, and I, and I don't, and I tried to look back to see the last time Argyle got shut out, and I bet it's been a few years anyway. Yeah, we were – yeah, uh, I was going to say we were young, but <laughs> we're not going back that far. <laughs> we can't. They didn't keep records back then. <laughs> so, anyway, 11 minutes after four. But we'll get into all that. We got a lot to cover, and then we'll put a finishing bow on the Rangers season. 102, the magic number, everybody. 102. My goodness gracious. What a season. All right, so all that uh, coming up here on the program over the next couple of hours. This is game time, and it's on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. This is ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. High pressure starting to build in, and that'll give us a pretty quiet work week here across the region. I expect clear skies tonight and low temperatures fall to 55 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow, 87 the high, and sunshine continues on Wednesday. Look for a high around 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Join us Wednesday beginning at 7 p.m. live from Rudy's and hear from new women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and head football coach Dave Aranda. The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday at 6 p.m. right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Is your career taking you where you want to go? With SIA LTL Freight's best-in-class benefits, signing bonuses, and competitive pay, it's easy to see why we have the longest tenure in the industry. 
So whether it's cross-country travel, being home nights and weekends, or working from the terminal, we've got a career for you. Drive your future forward. Visit workatsia.com. That's workatsia.com. Dollar General is a proud sponsor of the 2021 ESPN Events College Football Tailgate Tour. Looking for the really low prices on the items you use most? Then stop in at your nearby Dollar General where you can get in, get out, and get on your way. Dollar General is your official retailer for tailgating and home gating, whether you're on the way to the stadium or watching from home. With brands you know and love like Cheez-Its, Reese's Pieces, Kingsford Charcoal, Clorox Wipes, and more. Dollar General saves you time and money every day. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys used the running game with Ezekiel Elliott carrying 20 times for 143 yards. Cowboys had a total of 245 yards on the ground. Dak Prescott threw for four touchdowns and the Cowboys beat the Panthers 36-28. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Las Vegas Raiders back in LA to face the Chargers kickoff at 7:15 on ESPN. Clemson out of the top 25 for the first time since 2014. Baylor also drops back out of the top 25 after their loss to Oklahoma State on Saturday. Alabama renames number one, followed by Georgia, Iowa, Penn State, and Cincinnati rounding out the top five. OU is at six, Oklahoma State moves up to 12, and Texas in at 21. The Cleveland Indians have played their final game ever, beating the Rangers in the last game of the season, six to nothing. Rangers end the season 60 and 102. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. 415 with Tom and Ward and Aaron. We're glad you're with us as we roll through a Monday afternoon. The Bears coming off their first loss of the season, Ward. And Aaron, 24-14, the final. And you know, the Bears got behind 14 to nothing and really in the first half could not do anything offensively. And it kind of mirrored the last two quarters or more of the Iowa State game. They just weren't productive on the offensive side of the football. And let's just be honest, right here, right now, that's got to change. You're not going to win football games if you can't put together four quarters of offense. This, this offense was inept in, in the first half. It was. I mean, would they have 100 yards of offense, something like that? I, I don't know the exact number, but it's probably right. Six yards rushing for a team that primarily rushes the ball. Yeah. 
Uh, It's not going to get it done. Well, no, and and Dave Aranda talked about – and they had some opportunities because the defense continues to be opportunistic. Williams in there at a linebacker. Here's the third down play. Pass deflected in the air and intercepted. Dylan Doyle on the deflection got the interception for the Bears. It is Baylor's third interception tonight of Spencer Sanders. And you got to take those and cash them into touchdowns. Got to. Have to. And they weren't able to. No, they weren't. And that's that's unfortunate. But uh, they did get themselves back in the football game, despite the fact they didn't do a whole lot. It's 17-14. to 14, And, uh, you know, one of the things – that uh, we've we've talked about it before. It's great when it works, but it's not so great when it doesn't. And they went for it on fourth down and and didn't get it. But then everybody said, "Well, they you know they didn't give up. They, they didn't give up anything." Well, yes, they did. They gave up about four minutes of clock time, and they gave up field position. Mm-hmm. And when you're behind, every second counts. So they gave up a possession and field position. Right. So don't tell me they didn't give up anything. They did. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I don't know. It was a it was a rough day to say the least. And, and you know, Dave Aranda, I, I think probably had a a a rough weekend. The rest of the weekend, I mean, he, he you could tell that uh, he was not particularly happy today uh, when he met with the media. I mean, he just the, the, he was painfully honest about some of the things that got to get cleaned up. I think we have to be able to um, you know establish the run if we're getting safeties that are in the box. Right, as much as we were on Saturday, right? I think we've got to be more effective at cracking them. You know, we push crack. We have to um, execute that in a, in a much more um, um, uh, uh, much more meaningful way. And then we're also going to have to build a complete balls down the field to stretch defenses to where they can't have, you know, seven, nine, ten-man fronts. Pretty simple. If they're going to walk up, and they're going to show you that look. And he knew that they were going to do that. He talked about it at the press conference last week. Uh, that you know that he felt like Oklahoma State first and foremost was going to try to take the runaway. And if they're going to do that, you're going to have to be able to throw the football. Mm-hmm. And you know, and he talked about stretching the field. Well, even the intermediates got to be there. I mean, you you've got to find a way. You got to get them backed up. You, you, you've got. They can't just all clog the box mm-hmm. and so and if they're going to clock particularly in the middle then you got to be able to run to the edges stretch whatever that you know whatever you do and you got to be able to throw the football to get them out of that box because if they don't if they don't respect your passing game game over yeah. and, I, and I think that probably was about what happened on Saturday they dared you to pass on they, Saturday they, they and you begged you to and you couldn't do it yeah not 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 a, not enough to get them to where they're going to have to get out of it. You've got to force them to get out of that. You got to force them to get back into two safeties where you can use the middle of the field. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to get them into to a man to man, but you need to force them to back to at least open it up to where you are a threat to give you options. When you become one dimensional, that's where a team wants you. And whether it's one dimensional passing, one dimensional running, when you're that, that's where a defense wants you to be. And you mentioned it, Aaron. This is a team that averages, what, 270, 271 or something like that on the ground or or in offense and, and had 107 yards. Mm-hmm. 107 yards. And, and 90 or whatever it was belonged to, to, to one running back. I mean, Tristan Ebner had eight carries for a net of zero. 
they took him out of the game. They were not going to let Ebner beat them. You you talked about the fourth down play. I think the the most frustrating play of the game for me was the third down play before that. They had a third and eight, and they ran a handoff to the left side off tackle to Tristan Ebner, which they had probably ran 15 to 20 times that game already and had no success with it. And he gets back to the line, and it's – or he may have gotten two, two or three yards, but it ends up being fourth down. That's when they went, went for it on fourth down. But the play to get to fourth down was just a simple handoff to the left that hadn't worked the whole game. And I, was just, I just didn't understand it. And, again, penalties raised their, the, mm-hmm. raised their head again. I mean, what was it, nine flags again today, uh, uh, Saturday? Mm-hmm. Uh, after having nine flags the previous Saturday? You can't do that. I mean, you talk about getting it cleaned up. At some point, you got to get it cleaned up. You have to. You have to, and we said, you know, that that's going to come back and bite you uh, in a game. You got away with one the week before with 100 yards and penalties. You didn't get away with it this week. Smith had 10 carries, 97 yards. One of those was a 55-yarder on a fourth down play, right? Yeah, uh, for, for the touchdown. Minus that, he's got nine carries for 42 yards, and again, Ebner, eight carries for zero yards. I mean, it just wasn't there. I mean, because they said, you're not going to run. Mm-hmm. You're not going to run and beat us. And, you know, you still – and with all that said, it's – you know, in early in the fourth quarter, it's, it's 17-14. You've got, you've got yourself a chance. You've just got to figure out a way to execute. And they were unable to do it. And consequently, it cost them a football game. And I, I think I heard John say today on his program – uh, or, or maybe it was Matt. It, it was it was Matt Mosley on his program earlier. Uh, that hey, look, you're not going to probably go undefeated in this league. But here's what you don't want to do. You don't want to, what happened Saturday, and, and I think it was a combination of a poor play as well as poor play calling. Mm-hmm. It was a combination of both. They put them in that spot to lose. Don't let one. You always talk about don't let one become two. Yes, absolutely. You and can't so, let a team beat you twice. So how do they fix? And I'm not saying fix, but how do they make sure that one doesn't become two? What what are the, what what's the week got to look like this week, knowing that a team, which I don't understand West Virginia. Let me let let's just detour there. That's a team I thought that was pretty good, and they get beat at home. 23 to 20 by a team that had just given up 70. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that to no, me? I, I, Can I you cannot. explain this league to me right now? No, this league is, is very strange and it always has been very strange. And, you know, it, it's a league that, you know, we've, we've said it before, this, the middle pack of this league has a chance to chew each other up and keep anybody from doing anything special. And I still believe that. Uh, I, I, I think that, you know, there's so much parity in this league. Now, West Virginia didn't play extremely well on Saturday against a, a Tech team that has been struggling mightily. But Tech got a few breaks uh, there in the fourth quarter. Third quarter was owned by West Virginia. I mean, they owned the third quarter. Tech was, you know, had a, a huge lead at halftime. And the third quarter came across, and West Virginia had all the momentum the entire third quarter. And they let it slip through their hands in the fourth quarter. It's it's interesting. I mean, here's a West Virginia Again, team. Again, another team that needs to be consistent, just like we were talking about Baylor. If mm-hmm. they were consistent 
throughout the ball game, they probably beat Tech by two or three touchdowns. Well, here's a team, WBU, that goes on the road and nearly beats Oklahoma mm-hmm. uh, on the road. I mean, that was a dogfight. Texas Tech is coming off being thrashed. I mean, throttled. I mean, left for dead on the side of the road. That That's a pure example of don't let a team beat you twice, and they let Oklahoma beat them twice. They were yeah. not ready for Texas Tech to come I, into their stadium I, on I Saturday. I mean, it had to be something like that. I mean, well, you're, you're you go a, down 17 to nothing at halftime. It, that's exactly what happened. You in At home is the key to that whole thing. You're at a home, WBU, mm-hmm. against a team that is just reeling. You know, every one of them in Lubbock can read. I mean, they hear and see what was being said about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and it it wasn't pretty what was being said about them and wrote about them and talked about on all the talk shows. And then they go into Morgantown where we said, oh, it is so tough to win in Morgantown. Normally it is, but <laughs> they came off with a hangover from OU and they didn't play well in the first half, put them behind the eight ball. They fought in the third quarter and somehow gave it away in the fourth. And maybe Matt Wells' biggest victory ever. As Ever. the head coach of the Texas Tech Red uh, Raiders. Maybe his biggest victory as a head coach, period. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe, you know, so what that leads to, who knows? And, and we later in the program will talk about it. But uh, I, this the, the Baylor thing is, is what's perplexing to me because they've identified where, where they've got some shortcomings. I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's not a surprise to this staff where they have some deficiencies. Mm-hmm. It's just not getting cleaned up, as, as they like to say in the coaching business. So, uh, it, it has to this week, or one's going to become two. No, there's no doubt. So, you know, and, you know, uh, w- look, in, in West Virginia, will come to town unhappy. I mean, mm-hmm. they will be unhappy. I, mean, so I still think that's a good football team. I, they just I didn't too. play well on Saturday. I, I do, too. But you know what? At some point, the t- you, you get 12 tests. There's 12 tests in, in a year mm-hmm. for football teams. I mean, you, they don't care about your daily work. They don't care about those daily assignments. You have 12 examinations uh, in, in the game of football, in college football, and you have to pass those tests. So we could talk about them being a good football team. We can talk about Baylor being a good football team. You prove that on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've, I've, I've heard people say, well, you, man, they had great workouts. They had great practice. Who cares? It's Saturday. You have one test. It's a three to three and a half hour examination. And then you, that whole week's worth of work is flushed and you go to the next one. Right. You immediately go to the next one. I mean, again, minus talking to us and, and doing some, you know, some backtracking. And, and it's, it's not about Oklahoma State for Baylor. It's about West Virginia. Now, mm-hmm. they're, they're obviously – Having to look back and clean some things up, but that's that's kind of the the, the mindset, isn't it? I mean, as a Should coach, be. yeah, you, you know, you don't get to enjoy the wins. You, you've got to, and you don't get to, you don't get to mull through the through the losses. You've got to review it, learn from it, and get to the next one. But you better learn from it, whatever it is. Yeah, they've 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 got to do a little bit of searching and figure out what identify what the problem is. And when they are able to do that, you're right. You've got to wad it up and throw it in the trash can. And, and get ready for the next one. All right, so uh, Bohannon was about 50% on Saturday, 14 of 29, 178 yards. Still has not thrown an interception, but he did not throw a touchdown either. So, I mean, uh, this is a football team that's got to kind of get it figured out on, on the offensive side of the ball. And uh, because if they want to be that power running team and, and, and attack those running lanes, they've got teams have got to believe that they can and will throw the football. 
And right now, I don't think they do. No, they don't respect the pass. No. Or at least they did in this past weekend. Yeah. All right, so 428. We're uh, 28 after four. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Monday afternoon. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to visit with Jerry Hill, the uh, director of sports journalism for Baylor University and uh, the uh, and from the Baylor Bear Insider. We'll get to uh, to Jerry in just a couple of minutes. But right now, we are going to talk about our good friends over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. You know, if you're building a metal building or a barn dominium and don't know how to get started, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for that project. You see, they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas, and they'd be more than happy to point you in the right direction. Uh, the, uh, the Emory family has been serving Central Texas since 1943. Think about that one now. They've been in this business, this industry, since 1943, and, uh, and, and that's four generations. And now Braden's at the helm and, and guiding things through, and Pioneer Steel and Pipe is, you know, just that, just, look, four generations, hey, that's just rare in today's business environment. And they're going to make sure that uh, when you leave, you leave a satisfied customer. That is the, that is the number one objective for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Again, they are uh, located in Bryan and also in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5, and you can catch them on Saturdays from 8 until noon, or check them out online at pioneerboys.com. The West Virginia Mountaineers are coming to Waco this Saturday to challenge the Bears at McLean Stadium. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, J.J., and Ricky. Bears Ears, Saturday from McLean Stadium, here on the flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys used the running game with Ezekiel Elliott carrying 20 times for 143 yards. Cowboys had a total of 245 yards on the ground. Dak Prescott threw for four touchdowns and the Cowboys beat the Panthers 36-28. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Las Vegas Raiders back in L.A. to face the Chargers kickoff at 7:15 on ESPN. Clemson out of the top 25 for the first time since 2014. Baylor also drops back out of the top 25 after their loss to Oklahoma State on Saturday. Alabama renames number one, followed by Georgia, Iowa, Penn State, and Cincinnati rounding out the top five. OU is at six, Oklahoma State moves up to 12, and Texas in at 21. The Cleveland Indians have played their final game ever, beating the Rangers in the last game of the season, six to nothing. Rangers end the season 60 and 102. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. All right, 434, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on a Monday afternoon with Tom and Ward and Aaron. We're glad you're with us. And we welcome into the program Mr. Jerry Hill, a view from the hill with Jerry Hill. Jerry, how are you? Tommy, I'm really good. Thank you, man. It's a great Monday in Waco, Texas. It is, it is a beautiful day. I mean, we, we'd like for it maybe to be about 15 or 20 degrees cooler. but Cooler. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. It's getting there. It is. Hey, Jerry, where, where, did this, where did this thing go wrong, in your opinion, on Saturday? I mean, there's been a lot of conversation about the ineffectiveness of the offense. There's been conversations about game management with the coaching staff and play calling with the coaching staff. From, you've seen as many Baylor football games as anybody. Where, where did this thing go go sideways with you? Well, I think obviously when you don't take advantage of the turnovers, that was the big thing to me was you get two turnovers in Oklahoma State's end of the field, you know, around the 35-yard line, and you get zero points. You know, it's understandable when the other one was like inside or right around your five-yard line, but when you've got two and they're into the field, you got to at least get field goals out of that. And so that, to me, was a big deal because you really could have gotten some momentum early that you never really got in that first half. Um, I, I didn't even realize it at the time, but those were the first two quarters that Baylor has not scored this year. So you go into the halftime and it's 14 nothing. And honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't, I didn't feel that bad at half. I mean, obviously that touchdown right before the – 
uh, intermission really hurt, you know, because you had, you know, you, I felt like you were very fortunate to only be down seven nothing, but that, you know, that one hurt. But even then, I'm like, you know, they're down 14 nothing. You know, if you get, you're getting the ball to start the second half. So I thought, you know, maybe you get a little momentum going there. But, um, you know, I, obviously, I think it starts on the offense, but here's the thing, because this is the kind of behind the numbers thing. Um, when I looked at it, Baylor actually averaged the same yards per rush that Oklahoma State did, 3.7, and they had almost the same number of passing yards. The problem is Oklahoma State would never give you the ball back. So as much as we complain about the offense, the defense couldn't get off the field other than those turnovers. So, you know, I think there's some equal blame there and, and certainly didn't get a whole lot out of the special teams either. But, you know, at the same time, you're in the fourth quarter and it's a three-point game. Isn't that kind of what you want to do? You want to be in the game in the fourth quarter? On the road. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. On the road. You, you, want a, you want an opportunity to win on the road. Yep. And, and had a chance. You actually had the ball down three twice in the, twice in the fourth quarter and just didn't do anything. You know, you, you went three and out both of those times. And, again, you know, if you, just, if you make a play or two here or there and, you know, maybe take a lead, uh, or at least tie it up, then you put all the pressure on Oklahoma State. But they never really had a lot of pressure on them, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, just you never put pressure on them. Dave, today, uh, Coach Aranda talked about, mm-hmm. you know, turning the projector on. You know, of course, we know it's not a projector. But, I mean, watching the right. video right. And, and seeing things that he just didn't like uh, right. and, and felt like things that – they had worked to get cleaned up, but just haven't been yeah. able to to accomplish that. Give me a couple of specific uh, things that he may be may be talking about. Well, and and you know, Tom, you were there. I mean, he even kind of you know hinted at or insinuated that you know the coaching staff needed to take this a little bit too, and they did. Mm-hmm. You know, they looked at it and they were like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't have." You can't keep having to call timeout to, you know, because you've got 12 men on the field or because the play clock is running down and it's down to one and you've got to call a timeout. I mean, that happened too many times. So I think they kind of took it on themselves too. So those that would be some of it. But, you know, obviously still some of the penalties. Um, you know, I think it was Matt Jones had the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct late in the game when I believe I, I couldn't tell I, and I didn't see a, a replay of it, but I believe he was standing over um, Spencer Sanders there on the sideline, and they flagged him for that. Should have. Um, so just stuff like that, little stuff like that that you you just can't do, you know. And and then you know I'm sure some of it, you know, as he's turning on the film, he's watching guys probably miss blocks, you know. I mean, and not just the offensive linemen because you know he talked about blocking on the perimeter. Well, a lot of that is is on your receivers or maybe a running back or somebody out there that's missing a block. So. Um, it, it wasn't, it for sure wasn't all on the offensive line. And then I think, you know, on the defensive side, and Dylan Doyle even said this in the postgame, there were times where they just didn't, you know, they didn't do their fits, you know, where they're supposed to have a guy in every gap and, and there shouldn't be, you know, just a guy coming loose uh, up the middle like that. So I, I think, again, I think it's kind of equal blame or responsibility this game that uh, you know I don't think it was all on the offense I don't think it was I certainly don't think it was all on the defense because they gave you the ball three times on turnovers but uh, again I, I just think there were little things that you know you, you go five games into the season and you don't want to see them 
And I think what gets him too is when, you know, it's stuff that they've handled before and they do it again. That's, that's the biggest mistake you can make is when you make a mistake twice. Jerry, with this offense, it just looked like that they were a little bit clunky and they never really got into a rhythm. How, how can they find that rhythm that they need to find to be able to run the ball better, to be able to force a team to drop back into two safeties and, and cover back on the backside a little bit better? Right. How do they find that rhythm? Yeah, and I think, you know, Coach Aranda talked about it a little today, and I agree with him. I mean, if you can hit, you know, a couple of those, and they don't even have to be like, they, they hit a couple of 40-yard passes. They don't even have to be those. They just got to hit, you know, some passes down the sideline, across the middle, whatever, to loosen it up. Um, and, and I think when, when the other team is putting seven, eight, nine guys up there, you, you can't keep trying to run the ball. You know, I mean, I think you've got to you've got to – push those safeties back and the only way you can do that really is by the pass so i mean they've got to you know be able to complete uh you know some of those passes to the to the wide receivers uh you know i didn't think they used the tight end much this game and that's that's you know that's something that they've used a lot in some of the other games i didn't think they you know i think ben sims may have had one or two catches um so you know you gotta you gotta open it up a little bit and and hopefully if if you complete a few of those and particularly you know hit them with a, a deep one then it is going to loosen up the defense they've got to you know take those safeties back a little bit and then you're then you're then it opens up the run obviously i don't know i don't know how you felt today but i certainly felt uh, as the uh, press conference was 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 uh, unfolding that uh, coach ran it just as soon uh, walk away from us and go out on that practice field. I felt like he was ready to go practice right yeah. now. I mean, do you get the same yeah. feel? Yeah, I do. And and this was probably uh, one of the because you know I, I wound up transcribing uh, or help transcribing, and this was one of the shortest ones he's had, as particularly for a Monday press conference because they usually go twenty twenty five minutes or so, and this one was I think right at eighteen minutes. <laughs> so you know, even that tells you now. I mean, maybe we just ran out of questions too, but. Um, yeah, I definitely think by the end of it, he was he was ready, and I, and maybe even from the start, you know, I'm like, I, I know we've got stuff to fix, so let me go fix it. That kind of thing. Well, I mean, that's what I'm talking about, uh, certainly. Yeah. And, yeah. and one of the things that Ward and I were talking about, Jerry, is they've got to get some of this stuff taken care of because if not, one's going to become two, and, and you've right. got a. You, You've got a team that I don't I don't think I understand coming to town. I mean, here's a team that fought like crazy to to hang in a football game on the road in Norman, then yeah. host a Texas Tech team that had just been given up for dead and gets yeah. beat at home. I mean, I so I don't yeah. know what West Virginia team is coming to town, but it doesn't matter if you don't take care of your business. Yeah, and Tom, I think what you're going to see is, I and I do think, because this is one of the things I wrote about in my three takes today, is I, I think, uh, you're again, you're seeing a very good defense. If you look at the defensive stats or the Big 12 stats, the top four teams, including Baylor up there on defense, are Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia. West Virginia is right up there with everybody else. They're one of the best in the nation, and, and certainly against the run. I think they've held teams to less than 100 yards rushing per game. So, again, it's going to be a struggle to run the ball. Um, so you've got to be able to complete some of those passes and loosen up uh, loosen up that defense. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I do think this has been a strange West Virginia team. And, and really the offense, you know, Coach talked about it today. They've got some nice pieces. Um, they just haven't really put it together. And he said, I hope it, hope it doesn't happen this week. <laughs> 
because, um, yeah, I mean, they've got some nice pieces over there um, with the quarterback, Jarrett Dagey. I mean, most of us remember Seth Dagey when he was at Tech, and this is his younger brother and has done a really good job at West Virginia. He's putting up decent numbers, but not great numbers. He's got, you know, good enough receivers, Letty Brown in the backfield, but they just haven't really put it together. Like I said, um, they, they went, you know, tooth and nail with Oklahoma, but scored 13 points. If you score a little more, then you're going to win that game. And then against Tech, a team that had given up 70, they scored 20. So, again, I think that falls on the offense. The defense kept you in the game. And I think they only gave up two field goals in the second half. I think it was 17 nothing at half. So that, the defense, again, did its job, but the offense just didn't have enough to win that game. Special teams-wise, where, where do you think Baylor is in special teams? I know the week before, very, very good. This week, a little bit yeah. spotty in special teams. How do they become more consistent there? Yeah, and I think, you know, obviously you didn't. I think that was a big focus for Oklahoma State was not giving up the big returns. Um, you know, and, and certainly Tristan Ebner never really got it going, and he didn't get it going in the running game either. So, you know, he had zero yards on eight carries. So, uh, and then, you know, like I said, on the returns, there were a few that, you know, he might have 15 or 20 yards, but never was able to get going. So, you know, that's the big thing. Is And I'm sure they look at that and see maybe where the blocking broke down, um, but he never really had much of a lane to, to do anything. Uh, and, and, you know, Isaac Power, his numbers weren't like what they were last week, but I actually thought he did a really good job because some of those times he was working on a short field and he was putting them inside the 20. So, I thought his game was fine. It was, you know, it was more on that return game. And, and you're not always going to get that. You're not always going to get a kick return for a touchdown or even a punt return, you know, that far like he did the week before against Iowa State. But, you know, if you can, you know, improve the blocking just a little bit and give him some room, Preston Ebner will take it. So, you know, I, I think that's the key is probably, you know, kind of solidifying that blocking scheme and, and just giving him a, at least, you know, a whole – some kind of lane to run through. All right, Jerry, where can Baylor fans find you? On BaylorBears.com. Um, I think most of those Baylor fans know that's where, where I am. But, yeah, I'll have the uh, three takes today. Then I'll have a, uh, a player feature on Wednesday. And then uh, five keys to the game on Friday. So, got a full week of coverage, and here we go. So, we like for we want to invite you, personally invite you to come out uh, – to Touchdown Alley about 5.45 Saturday morning and help us set up. You, you, are you are you on board for that? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad I'm not even scheduled to do an interview that early. <laughs> Much less to be out there to help you guys set up. Tom, I'll be there. Hey, have me a kolache. You know, I, that's, remember Johnny Tuesday, that's what he'd do. To, it, he'd, he'd keep the good stuff back behind there for all the big media. So, yeah, yeah save me a couple of kolaches. I'll be there to help. All right, Jerry, it's always it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. See you. Jerry Hill, uh, the uh, Director of Sports Journalism at Baylor University and uh, Baylor Bear Insider. Uh, good stuff. 447, 13 away from five. This is, and he's right now. I mean, let's think about this. Warren ran for 100 and what, 87 yards, something like that. Uh, yeah, 125 yards on, on, on 36 carries. They only completed 13 passes. They didn't have to throw that many. They were able to run the football and, and as Jerry said, play keep away from the Bears. But uh, there you go. All right, uh, 448. We're a dozen minutes away from five. The Ranger Roundup's coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas.
The Baylor Bears play host to the West Virginia Mountaineers this Saturday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. Coverage of Baylor and West Virginia begins with Game Day Live at 7 a.m. from Touchdown Alley, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Baylor Game Day Live is also brought to you in part by Barnett Contracting, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Common Grounds, NeighborWorks Waco, Oakley's Rustic Grill, Oakley's Shuck and Shack, Steckler Wayne Cochran Cherry Law Firm. Baylor Game Day Live is also brought to you in part by TFMB, your bank for life, Total Office Solutions, Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room, Hurley Benefit Services, Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, Walk On Sports Bistro, Myatt Fuels, and Central National Bank. It's Baylor Game Day Live this Saturday morning at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and scratch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Want to learn a new language so it will actually stick? Try Babbel. Practice real-life conversations in the Babbel app. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Get personalized help in Babbel's live online classes. Classes are limited to six people, so everyone can get the help they need. Review words and phrases with fun games, or dive into the culture with short videos. Whatever your learning style, Babbel gives you the tools you need. Babbel. More ways to learn. Start learning a new language today at Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Your life, your hopes, your passions. These things are none of our business. Your baby monitor research, if you're using too much diaper cream, and whatever you are searching for at 1.15 a.m., that's really none of our business. Because your life is private, and unlike other tech companies, we think your internet should be too. <laughs> Aw, how old are they? Uh, that's none of our business either. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. 0930. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 451, nine away from five. I was trying to, I was hoping we would have a highlight to to wrap up this 2021 season, but when you get four, four singles, that's it. Uh, 
and none of them amounted to much. The highlight is season's over. Yeah. Well, here you go. The uh, and, and by the way, uh, and we'll, we'll do it in a second. Six nothing. The loss to to Cleveland, the one hundred and second loss for the Texas Rangers, and now we'll see. I mean. We can debate it till the cows come home. We can we can look at it, and, and we're going to get Jeff Wilson on the program sometime this week, and we're going to talk about where the Rangers are, where they're going, and what they're doing. But here's one for you, Ward. The Rangers have posted, count them, five straight losing seasons mm-hmm. for the first time in club history. Five straight losing seasons for the first time in club history. Something is terribly wrong. And either this group needs to figure it out or another group needs to figure it out. And, again, you know, I get tickled. Uh, I read a quote from from the manager. Uh, Whatever additions we make, we're going to be a better team. And everybody that played this year in the minor leagues – is going to be one more year of experience. Well, that's a, that's that's stop. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Never have been a fan. I don't know if he can manage or not because well, they're so bad. Yeah, he hadn't had a group that you know he can. But again, strategies never come into a Ranger game that he's managed because I mean, yeah, they're I, so stinking I bad. I mean, what what are you managing? But again, that's going to. That's going to cost you more times than not. I mean, I I don't know that they move on from him this year. They may not. I have no idea. But well, you I don't just, know if he's the pro- part of the problem or part of the solution. You don't know. I mean, how do you know? Yeah, this, I, this, I don't. I don't know. I mean, this team is so bad. I don't know that anybody knows. You know, I mean, you can have a if you're around them, you can have an educated uh, assessment. But again, this team is so bad. I, I'm talking front office. I, I'm, I'm talking front office. Five straight years of a losing ball club. A, at some point, quit. you're the one that assembled the players for the manager. You're the one that assembled the players, period. At some point, this goes on the front office. It may go on ownership. I don't know. But at some point, somebody who wears a coat and tie needs to take responsibility for this, not the guy that's wearing baseball pants well, and part spikes. Of the, part of the problem was that they weren't going to do anything. They were just going to get through this year and live off the the new stadium, being able to sell their tickets, and they really didn't care one way or another if, if they were a good baseball team or not. They were not going to spend the payroll, period. And so Then the revolt began. Here, Here's what happens when you don't spend the payroll in Major League Baseball. You lose 102 games third most they've ever lost in franchise history mm-hmm. going back to 1961 when they were the Senators. I mean, it's the second worst since they've been the Rangers, and the worst was 105 back in 1973. They didn't even come really very close to that since then. I mean, they've had a couple of 95 seasons, uh, 199 back in 85, and that was a terrible year. You remember that? They fell 28 and a half games out, but it – You've got to give your team a chance, and they never did. From from spring training on, they, no. they did not give this team a chance to win baseball games. And, and then they started gutting this thing 
And I mean, you literally yeah, had, had to have. Sale. I mean, you literally had to have a program to figure out who was walking through the door. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about a program for the man for for the fans. I'm talking about for the manager. He he. I mean, he had no idea who was walking through the door next. No, no. You know, hi. It's my turn to get uh, 50 at bats, and let's see what happens. I mean, it was. I don't know. I mean, it, it is. For, I, I just for a Ranger fan, and that's what I am. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I am a Ranger fan. I love baseball. You know, I love. Ba- I I. Just, it's frustrating. It's, it's just hard to watch. It is. It's hard to listen to. It, it's, and it's, when you hear your favorite guy, Eric Nadell, and it, you know, I mean, he's doing the very look, best he can. To- Eric, you could tell Eric was struggling toward the end of the season. He just. It's hard to watch. Yeah, it was hard for him to be up there trying to call a baseball game. So that's the Rangers. Uh, real quick, uh, we, the playoffs do begin, and here's the fun part. This is where good teams get to participate. Uh, so Texas is not one and won't be. Uh, New York and Boston in the American League Wild Card game. That should be a hoot tomorrow night. Just absolutely. That's an ESPN game. And then uh, on Wednesday, it is St. Louis and the Dodgers. And the Dodgers are going to be without Max Muncie. Injured an elbow yesterday. And I don't know how long he's going to be out there. I think he's certainly going to miss tomorrow uh, Wednesday night's game. And, mm-hmm. and I bet you, I think I heard where he was going to miss – the first series should they advance to the uh, to the first series? I mean, it's and it's, I'm not sure Kershaw's coming back this year either. So, so they got some issues. The Dodgers do, and then on Thursday you got the American League Wild Card team taking on Tampa Bay, and uh, then you got the White Sox and the Astros uh, on Thursday. Friday you'll get to the National League, the uh, Wild Card team uh, taking on uh, uh, San Francisco. And so what you could have the Dodgers in San Francisco in a series again, and then also uh, Atlanta and Milwaukee. So how about the Braves? Boy, smoking hot, huh? Mm-hmm. As are the Cardinals now. Yeah, uh, they are. So good stuff. It's uh, this is the fun part of the of, of the baseball season. All right, it's a uh, four fifty eight. We're a couple of minutes in front of five o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We mentioned the Red Raiders and their win over West Virginia. Uh, I didn't think we'd have Brandon back on this week, but they won a football game, the Red Raiders did, and it may be, well, it, it, to me, it is the most important win in Matt Wells' career in, in Lubbock, and you're thinking it may be his most important win ever as a head coach. So we're going to talk to Brandon Salise about the Red Raiders and what this win does for him, not only in the Big 12, but in the community and, and in the media because he they were getting roasted. Uh, make no mistake about it, but they come out with a three-point win, and that's huge after that loss to the Longhorns. We'll do that next year on ESPN Central Texas. But right now, we're going to talk about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 1810 Herring, the best burger in Waco, and it's because of that. Uh, well, it's a lot of reasons. Number one, they've got that secret ingredient uh, that they uh, that they splash on the uh, the burger. They cook it on a flat top grill, and they cook it when you order it, not 45 minutes before you get there. It is about a fresh cooked burger, a fresh made patty a fresh made bun and then all of the ingredients are fresh and put and applied right there when you make your order uh, again it is that's just the way they do it you can have it any way you want to all the condiments are there for you and you can mix and match and do whatever you want to satisfy your craving they also have chicken fried steak sandwiches grilled chicken sandwiches philly cheesesteak sandwiches they've got curly fries tots onion they got all of that stuff it's just a great lunch 
and it's available at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Now, they're open until 4.30, so they're closed now, so make your plan tomorrow. Tomorrow will be a great day to make Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers a part of your plan. They're at 1810 Herring. They also do a great job catering, so if you got a wedding or an anniversary or something coming up and you want to cater it, it doesn't have to be burgers. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. They can cater anything. Contact David or Perry, and again, that phone number is 753-1603. You want to get it to go? You want to pick it up in the drive-thru? Same phone number, 753-1603 for Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. The Waco Lions continue District 11-6A play this Friday night when they travel to DeSoto to take on the Eagles. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tucson, Darren Burra, and me this Friday night as the Lions take on the Eagles. Our coverage of Waco High football begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame. We'll have the kickoff and all the play-by-play action at 7.30. It's Waco and DeSoto here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry Law Firm. They're trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He's obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Sherry Law Firm at swclaw.com. That's SWCLaw.com. Come as you are and enjoy food you won't forget at Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley's Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park. Oakley's Rustic Grill features burgers, baskets, and po' boys, plus a Monday through Friday lunch special. One entree, two sides for $8.99. Try the buffalo mac and cheese. It's mac and cheese topped with buffalo fried chicken tenders. Or the Big Tex Burger, brisket and a chuck patty topped with cheddar cheese, applewood smoked bacon, onions, pickles, and barbecue sauce. Oakley's Shuck and Shack features fresh seafood, grilled cheese, and more. They have lobster served three different ways, plus Gulf and Blue Point oysters and oysters Rockefeller. A great place to refuel before or after the game, and you won't have to wait an hour to be served. Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley's Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park, 17th and LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Open at 11 every day except Sunday. Climate-controlled inside seating is available. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. For the ones going above and beyond. For the ones reaching out, helping out, and lending a hand. For the ones people count on. 
you can count on Granger. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, backed by 24/7 customer support and specialists to help with hard-to-find products. Because you've got everyone's back, we've got yours. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, four minutes after 5 o'clock, 5.04, drive safely on your way home here today. Our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company, and they're currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians, and all those openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for those at 7601 Imperial Drive. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. We're talking Big 12 football, and we welcome into the program Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com. And, Brandon, we were just talking about it. Uh, clearly, the West Virginia game, the biggest win for Matt Wells in his career in Lubbock. Ward was thinking this may be his biggest win when you consider everything associated with this this W. This may be his biggest win of his career. Where would you rank it? Yeah. Well, yeah, first off, I'd I put it as pretty much at the top. I mean, this was a win, a must-win situation for him. Um, a lot of people consider this, uh, especially after the week before that, embarrassing loss. Like, can you actually bounce back? Can you win without a lot of your starters, first off, going into that game, including your starting quarterback? Uh, did Henry Columbia take the next step? Can Sir Roderick Thompson be who he was expected to be before the injury? And I think they kind of proved that in that win. I think they proved more uh, about the team in general and kind of where they are as a program. Two wins away from being ball eligible, which is a huge goal around here. Obviously, you want to be better than that. But you're four wins away. You've already matched your total for the past, uh, you know, last season and the year before that. So if the wheels don't completely fall off, I think a lot of people are really looking comfortable, uh, feeling feeling good, at least a lot feeling a lot better than that uh, embarrassing win uh, or embarrassing loss, excuse me, in Austin. Tech comes out and hangs up 17 in the first half. West Virginia kind of sleepwalks through the first half. Third quarter though belonged all to West Virginia. Did it feel like the wheels were coming off there in that third quarter? Yeah, a lot of people, you know, got a little scared, got a little, uh, a little nervous, you know, like if you're going to actually blow this game. And, you know, obviously we've been talking about a different scenario if he would have. But uh, I think, um, you know, the the run game was good for them. And then, just like I said, Henry Columbus just kind of feeling a little more comfortable. You, and then you get a you get a home game this Saturday and you kind of move forward. And I think the momentum really um, from the defense side of things as well is, you know, just uh, letting letting that third quarter kind of get away from you. And then kind of, you know, settling back in to actually close out that game the way they did um, was really impressive. Brandon, it would have been real easy for uh, for this team just to, to crumble. I mean, you give up 70 points and everybody, uh, and I do mean everybody, was kind of leaving you on the side of the road as roadkill. And, and, but somehow, you, you got to give this staff 
credit, they somehow rallied this football team. And as you mentioned, injuries aside, they put this thing together and they found a plan to go into West Virginia. What did you see from this football team, A, during the week, preparing it, and B, on Saturday afternoon to win the football game? You know, a lot of the times I think, and this goes for both those questions for the football game and the week prepare, uh, preparing for it, a lot of the times, you know, in years past, I think you can kind of include Cliff's years in this, um, it seemed like if one dom- domino fell, everything just obviously, you know, collapsed behind it. And it seems like they kind of put a stop to that. They didn't, uh, you know, they they hung their heads, they did, uh, after that loss in Austin. Obviously, you know, you take it in, and it was a, it was a big-time defeat, but then they kind of put it behind them. And obviously, you know, coaches talk – they're always going to say that, you know, and um, I think they kind of just came out and proved that they actually did put that one behind them. Uh, I think Keith Patterson was super, just super upfront about that win where, you know, he was being asked all these questions about what went wrong, what went wrong on the defensive side of things against Texas. Where he flat out just came out and said, you know, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. He said, uh, you know, we're just going to move on from that, learn from a lot of things, but at the end of the day, they were just kind of just kind of lost in that Texas game. They come out against West Virginia. They executed. Uh, they you know their techniques were great. Um, they could be a lot better, obviously, that third quarter that Ward brought up. But still, they um, came out kind of you know played uh, play by play instead of just letting things linger. And I think that's something that's been, that's been a problem around you know Lubbock and in general for the past few seasons. So it was nice to see them kind of you know bounce back from that and not really you know hang their heads too too low on that and carry it into the to, to the next week. Columbia getting his first start of the season, and his last time he first started was against West Virginia as well. But for Columbia, is is he starting to find his own? Is the offense rallying around him as the starting quarterback? I think so, especially with a win like that, the way they kind of did it. They're late, and you know, especially uh, the kicker Jonathan Garibay. That's been another position that we've had question marks the past few years. Uh, he he kind of made just like Henry did. They both kind of made their name this, where this team can kind of, you know, be really, you know, really support them and actually know that they can get it done. And uh, they did get it done. So that was that was a nice thing to see. Henry Columbia from the beginning of spring and, you know, even in the, you know, fall camp, uh, from my point of view, he had just already been, you know, way better than he was last year. He seemed way more comfortable. Everybody was learning a new system with Sonny Cumbie, but he was familiar with Lubbock. He was familiar with, you know, Matt Wells and everything else that involved that. Obviously, it's a totally new offensive system, which is difficult to learn from the beginning. But he just looked more comfortable being in the system of Matt Wells, at least. And I think that really helped him and, you know, getting to know Sonny Cumbie and actually getting to know what he wants to do with the ball. And I think he just feels a lot more comfortable. And you can see him have more confidence just on the practice field and, now we saw that in game. We saw it against Texas too. I think he had a lot of confidence throwing the deep ball a little bit, just kind of taking those. At that time, they were kind of desperation shots, but you know he was taking those shots downfield where last year he might not have done that. So he just looked a lot more comfortable and a lot more confident out there. Talking with Brandon Salees from RedRaiderSports.com. Now, Brandon, after the uh, the emotional win, and I'm sure it was an emotional victory, they got to turn their attentions to a TCU. Horn Frog football team that's going to be coming to Lubbock off of a 32 to 27 loss. Gary Patterson's team uh, is going to be kind of a in uh, in that desperation mode of uh, needing to get a win and, and not drop two in a row in the league play. So this this has to make it to be a terrific game, and it's going to be a night one in in, in Lubbock. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, the fans are already talking about it. Coolio will be in town this week, so he'll be at the tailgate performing, and uh, you know they're just kind of really riding on it it's a homecoming game as well so it'll be he's my favorite by the way <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because a lot of the kids around here are just kind of like who's that you know like 
who's Coolio? But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Some of the old people are saying who's Coolio. No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, (laughs) oh, for sure. But uh, you know, the the tech athletic department in general, just kind of talking on that point, they're they're really, really trying to get these students out, get these families out to support the Red Raiders and. Uh, you know, four and one definitely does help, and it definitely does bring the people out, especially when it's TCU. It's they they always seem to be playing pretty close, no matter what success each are having. They always seem to be um, in a in a tough matchup. So I'm excited to see how the Red Raiders respond and to see if they can kind of you know get another home win here and in, uh, in the Big 12, which is much needed. They always say they want to go undefeated at home in conference play. So we'll see how how they get going, how they get going here. Does it feel like that Sonny Cumbie still has a leash on him? It doesn't feel like to me that that NASCAR offense that he likes to run is anywhere close to where he wants it right now. Possibly, and I think it's a lot to do with just kind of personnel, which we talked about depth before, and I think one of the offensive line uh, being one of those those positions that really didn't have that much depth. When you look at what Keith Patterson has to work with depth-wise, you'll take his all day, every day. You got D1 guys out of, you know, out of Power 5 conferences transferring in the old the old line though was one of the ones you know where it was it was really worrisome just because you lost your center and you know a couple other guys and you're shifting some guys around and you're playing uh, you know some younger guys up there but they kind of stepped up that last game uh, I still think he would love to have more depth and to have these guys that he knows that are going to be available obviously Tyler Shuck was a huge loss I think he feels comfortable with Columbia running the offense a little bit but I would not be surprised if it was kind of you know toned down a little bit and then having Sir Roderick Thompson does open up things, but then Eric Izukama doesn't play, you know, and I think he's just kind of working on what he kind of has. And I don't know if we've seen the full Cumbie offense yet, just yet. I don't know if he was saving some things for, uh, you know, with Tyler, expecting, you know, Tyler Shuck starting quarterback, Sir Roderick easy, you know, injury free, uh, if he had anything up his sleeve for conference play. So that'll be interesting to, you know, kind of take note of and kind of, see if anything seems a little different but I think in the end they do want Sonny to you know call his offense and call what he's comfortable with and I think he'll do that with the with Henry Columbia. How much different will this offense look Saturday against Gary Patterson somebody he spent a lot of time on the staff with Gary Patterson is going to have something special dialed up for Sonny Cumbie in that offense. Oh yeah for sure and I'm pretty sure Sonny will have something dialed up as well which is going to be the fun part I think it's going to be a lot of uh you know, I think it's going to be I'm, – I'm expecting some classic Big 12, you know, gunslinging stuff. But we'll see if Sonny maybe tones it down, just kind of runs, runs the ball. But um, I don't know, injury-wise, if uh, Eric Easy, Conlon, all those other guys will be back. So that will be something to monitor as we get going, especially tomorrow when we actually do get to speak with Matt Wells to see if there's any updates and kind of go from there. So if we'll see, a, you know, a step back Texas Tech offense, but that did execute against West Virginia. So – some people are comfortable with that, so we'll see if uh, if Sonny, you know, has room to kind of play around and see if he can catch uh, Gary uh, off guard. There you go. That's that's my favorite one right there, Brand. That's my favorite song. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. Uh- <laughs> Blaze is going back for that one. <laughs> Thought I'd tell you. Oh boy! All right, Brandon, what, what are you working on for RedRaiderSports.com? Uh, you know, just the typical, more uh, more in-depth conference stuff going here. You know, we're really looking at the numbers here, how the Red Raiders perform against Big Twelve. We have some uh, pieces from other staff members that they're working on, just trying to see. Obviously, year one with Cumbie, as we talked about, we have some pieces like that going, and you know, a lot of we're trying to get more profiles on these players as well because uh, you know the transfers that are not well known around these parts you know we want to at least get their face out kind of get to know the players so we're having some fun with it but 
still, you know, previewing stuff, talking to other other websites about, you know, the horned frogs and, you know, the longhorns last week and stuff like that. So we're still full go here, and eventually we'll start getting going on basketball, which we did last week. So it's, it's looking forward to that. It is that time of the year. Hey, Brandon, we appreciate your time yep. today. Thanks so much. For we'll sure. talk to you soon. Big game in, in, in <coughs> excuse me, in Lubbock Saturday at 6 p.m. That's an ESPN national television game award, and it is your Fighting Red Raiders. And uh, the TCU Homecoming Horn week. Frogs. You going home? No. Not going home? Not no. going to get a chance to go mm-hmm. home? No. Coolio's no. there, man. How yeah, that's why Blaze is going, my son. Is he, he really? He's, he's an alumni as well. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So he's going home for homecoming. Because he likes Coolio. Yes. And the last time Coolio wow. was out there, Blaze was in school out there. My niece is already – she's a senior out there now. So right. So he's going to see McKenna and go to the concert. Oh, that'd be fun. That's been a big talking I point. Mean, I, I I've been really disappointed that I wasn't going to get to get out there for Coolio. I mean, <laughs> Coolio and I go way way back. Uh-huh. It's uh, sixteen after five. <laughs> it's time for the Cowboy Report, and it's brought to you by Dr. Rao Alley of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro, board certified pain specialist. I'm thinking Blaze and I need to hang out and check out Coolio. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Ral Ali, call him today at 469-562-4188. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak threw four touchdowns in yesterday's 36-28 home win over the Panthers. You'll hear from the Cowboy QB after this. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. We're teaching Grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs intercepted two passes. Zeke ran for a score. And Dak Prescott threw touchdowns to four different players in Dallas's 36-28 home win over Carolina. Against the NFL's top-rated defense, Dallas rushed for 245 yards. Dak totaled only 188 passing yards but four scores. Yeah, I didn't realize I didn't even break 200. Dang. But that's that's kind of the, the strength of this offense, getting the ball in these guys' hands and all of these guys are greedy. They, they know the next guy is going to go try to make a touchdown if they don't get theirs with their opportunity. So, uh, as I said, that's the strength and that's the, uh, the plus of it. With a 3-1 and one record, the Cowboys are in first place in the East. Next up, the Giants come to town on a high after beating the Saints in overtime. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. 
CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Gene and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. You're in a race against time, and the days aren't getting any longer. This fall, choose professionally powerful Echo outdoor power equipment to tackle the toughest cleanup jobs. Echo blowers, chainsaws, and string trimmers deliver industry-leading power to handle the tallest tasks in the shortest time. And time is running out. Visit echo-usa.com to learn more and find an Echo dealer near you. Echo. Power on. And on. You trained for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now, you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Five twenty-one. As we continue here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas, Tom Ward, Aaron, we're glad you're with us. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, and if you weren't with us, uh, uh, we'll talk about it again here. But man, it, it was an interesting week in high school football because so many teams had their bye week, their open week, but the games that were played, man, they were meaningful and and. Ward, let's talk a little bit about the game that you broadcast over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. That was a game I listened to, and it went back and forth, and it twist and turn, and uh, it was just, uh, I mean, it was it was just one of those games at Temple Harker Heights game. And again, uh, I, I don't know that Temple won the district championship with that win, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if they won the district championship with that win. I, I think those are two of the better teams in the league. No question about it. Well, I think so, too. And going into that game, we could talk about it had district implications on that game, and I think it did have district implications. Now, I don't know that either one of those teams that came out on top, Temple did with the 44-34 win, solidified a district championship because Shoemaker's going to have something to say about that. Mm-hmm. Belton looks mm-hmm. like they're going to have something to say about it as well. And they, so, they won in overtime yeah, right over they Brian. They won in overtime over Brian. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, I, I think that it's still, you know, a ways to go, but you set yourself up with an opportunity to win a district championship on Friday night, and that's what the Temple Wildcats did. They're going to have to play, uh, you know, the rest of the season and, and, and stay on course where they want to be, but you certainly, you if you don't come out of that one with a W, you, you got to start figuring out, okay, now, now we got to spin and make sure we at least get second out of this district to give yourself a fighting chance because I you know let's be honest you don't want to face the number one and number two you really don't want to face the number three team out 11 6a in your bi-district championship uh I I don't know that you want to face the number 14 to be real honest with you but it's a heck of a pairing let's just say that you got a better shot I I I thoroughly believe that because you're at home and 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 coach yes because you're at home and they have to travel and Mm -hmm. there's I mean there's a lot of things that go into that 
So I think you give yourself a better chance. But Tipple came out, and they spotted Harker Heights 21 points to start the ball game, and you it just it, – it was not a typical Tipple Wildcats sidelines. And what I mean by that, there wasn't a whole lot of emotion on the sidelines, and it just felt a little bit eerie. And then they kind of got into gear, and it started picking up a little bit. It, they never really looked like they hit the panic button. They just stayed the course, had some things happen to let them fall down 21 to nothing. Harker Heights hit them right in the mouth. And, and, you know, give credit where credit is due. They played a really good football game. Um, but Temple was able to change some things up. They put Pilot in at quarterback, which we've seen him in a wildcat position a couple of times this year. We've never really seen him run the offense. He came in and run the offense, replaced Reese Rumfield, uh, and, and did very well. And what that did is it made – Harker Heights kind of have to try to adjust defensively because that gave you the RPO with Pilot in the backfield to run as a quarterback, too, and you kind of had to adjust as a defense, and it worked for the Temple Wildcats. They were able to climb their way back into it. Reese Rumfield came back in in the third quarter, threw a touchdown pass, and so, you know, he got on target as well in the third quarter, and they just went back and forth there in the third and fourth quarter. And it was a 10-point ball game only because Harker Heights – was driving down in the fourth quarter as Temple had a three-point lead with uh, just under two minutes to go in the ball game and a bad exchange, uh, fumble on the ground, and Terry and York picks up the scoop and score, runs 80 yards to make it a 10-point ball game. And then after that, there's still a minute 20 left in the ball game. Temple kicks the onside kick and recovers it to secure the victory where they don't give the ball back to Harker Heights and they just kneel it down and win it from there. Great football game. Tells you that they had a lot of respect for Harker Heights and not want to give They did the not want to give them the football back. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, uh, good win there for Temple, to, to, to say the least. And, uh, in, in, now it's a quick turnaround, and that's kind of scary Short because week. you got to try to flush that emotional win mm -hmm. and get ready to play on a Thursday night. Yeah, and, and Leo Buckley's not a friendly place to nope. play on a Thursday night. Nope. We've seen some really strange things happen at Leo Buckley Stadium on Thursday night. So you you better turn on a dime and, and start concentrating on Ellison because Ellison's a good football team too. They had a tough – you look at their record and you go, huh. But you look at who they played in the non-district. You know, they played uh, a top 15 team and they played another top 20 team in, in non-district. So they're – they're a pretty good football team that, that tested themselves, and that's what I like about a team that will do that. Go out and play some good competition. Mm -hmm. Get ready for district play. We mentioned Melissa defeats Argyle 21 uh -huh. to nothing. That's still – I mean, again, would I be surprised if Argyle got beat? Yeah. But to get shut out? First time since December third, two 2006 that Argyle Holy was shut smokes. out of football game. First district loss for the Eagles since 2008. Stop and think about that. That's First a long time ago. District loss since two. So they've rolled off undefeated district seasons since 2009. Even better than that, it's the first district loss and first regular season loss. They haven't lost in the regular season, period, since 2008. That's just crazy. And, and, and it happened on Friday night with Melissa. So in the last two weeks, the Cameron Yeoman have scored, what, 130 points? 130 points. They beat uh, Rockdale in the Battle of the Bell Friday night, 60-23. to 23. 
They had 70 that they put on the board against Caldwell the week before. So 130 points for the Cameron Yeoman in their first two victories of the season. And they're 2-0 in district play, oh, by the way. Got something cooking. Yeah. Uh, and congratulations to uh, to David Woodard and the West Trojans. They just continue to shine with a 60-12 to win over Dallas Madison. That was just uh, just a just a great win for the Trojans who keep keep getting better and keep getting better and every you know they're they're a hot football team right now just an absolute hot football team uh how about Crawford they they go on the road they play a very good Toler football team and they hold Toler to seven points win at 19 to seven uh Lorena that that's a team I wouldn't want to play right now uh, they they won over Troy fifty five to fourteen. It, I would not want to play the Lorena Leopards right now. Uh, Coach Biles has got them cooking. Abbott, uh, they just continue to do their thing. Abbott beats Blum. Terry Crawford's bunch a winner over Blum forty six to nothing. And uh, Holland played Thorndale, looking to steal a couple of football games to start district play. Lose to Thorndale thirty five to ten. But I'll say this. If you and, and he won't say it publicly, but I will. If Brad Talbert, if you told Brad Talbert he was going to come out of the uh, first two district ball games against Hearn and Thorndale one and one, he probably would have said, "Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll take that." Now he's not going to say that publicly, of course, but uh, I'll say it for him. Uh, one and one in that start is uh, pretty darn impressive. So. There you go. All right, just a a check around some of the high school football games. And, again, it's a busy week this week. As we mentioned, it will be a Thursday night affair for the Temple Wildcats. Uh, Waco High is going to be on the road. They're going to be in DeSoto to take on the Eagles. That is going to be a monumental difficult task. And uh, we'll talk about that as the week goes along. So uh, we got you covered with high school football. And, of course, Friday night, don't miss it, 1030, we'll have our Friday night high school football scoreboard show, all the scores and uh, and check-ins and coaching interviews and all that stuff coming up at 1030 Friday night with Lark and with Aaron. All right, it is uh, 529. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, glad you're with us. Drive safely as you make your way home. Let's take a second and let's talk about Circle Drug. 3211 Robinson Drive. They're locally owned, locally operated, independent pharmacy, and it's simple. They're your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. That's it. They're your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. Here's what I love about them. I need something. I pick up the phone. I give them a call. And a lot of times I go, oops, I'm out of this, that, and I call, and it may be 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon when I make that phone call. And before we go on the air at 4, I'm getting a text message saying, hey, come pick up your stuff. And, 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 that's, and they do that for you. Uh, you know, they'll say three out of four or four out of four of your prescriptions are ready to be picked up at, uh, at Circle Drug. Or they'll deliver. I mean, it's free delivery. And they will deliver to your home or to your office. That's just what they do. I mean, they... They're, they're, they go every direction to try to make sure that they take care of the customer, that the customer and the customer's needs are first. Because you're more than just a customer at Circle Drug. With Doc Everett and his staff, I mean, you're, you're like a friend or a family member or, or, or something to that effect. And, I, and I'm not being facetious when I say that. They truly do care for 
everybody that walks through that front door, and they're going to do everything they can to make it as simplistic and as easy as it uh, as it needs to be. And, and they'll go the extra mile for you, so you don't have to. And, and they got all kinds of things there besides the uh, prescriptions. You can get um, you can get walkers and wheelchairs. You can get vaccines. You can get it all right there at Circled Rug. You know, wh- why do I say that? that they look out for you well how about this they're open monday through friday nine to six not nine to five nine to six and on saturday they're open from nine to two i didn't say noon i said two o'clock so if you work a half a day which a lot of people do and you still got a couple hours to get by there and pick up your prescription they're sacrificing their weekend to make it more easy for you to get your things taken care of it's circle drug uh, in in the phone number, if you want to call in a prescription or just ask a question, they'd love to hear from you. 662-0774. That's 662-0774. Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor athletics, including Baylor football, falling for the first time this season on the road at Oklahoma State. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfvinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. A plus-three takeaway advantage was not enough for Baylor football looking to stay undefeated, taking on also undefeated Oklahoma State Saturday in Stillwater. The Bears trailed 14 to nothing at halftime the first half in which Baylor had been shut out all season. They closed within three at 17-14 but eventually fell to the Cowboys 24-14 the final score. After the game, head coach Dave Aranda. I'm proud of the team and the effort that we made in the second half. I thought there was there was opportunity to uh, kind of point fingers and and uh, you know or have flashbacks to maybe the year previous. I think there was times in that first half there was um, you could catch that feeling, and I never saw that. And so I'm 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 proud of uh, how connected the team is, and I'm proud of the fight, the collective fight that we came back. Uh, out with in that uh, start of the third quarter, and uh, you know the uh, the points we were able to put on the board and some of the stops we were able to make. I'm I'm very disappointed in just our competitive maturity. You know I think we're at a stage right now where um, something that we talk about and something that we uh, give examples about and something that uh, 
is very important, central to us, is um, is is not showing up, and so it's um, it's something that I take um, I take as a, uh, a heavy heavy blow, and it's something I'm I'm very uh, committed to improving. You know, we've been talking quite a bit about how something like this is going to cost us a game, and it just did. Dave Aranda Saturday following Baylor's 10-point loss on the road at Oklahoma State. The Bears now 4-1 on the season. They're 2-1 in Big 12 Conference play, hosting West Virginia this Saturday morning at 11 back at McLean Stadium. Also over the weekend, Baylor Volleyball, number nine in the nation, splits two with Texas Tech in the Farrell Center, dropping a 3-2 decision on Friday and bouncing back for a 3-1 win on Wednesday. Baylor Women's Tennis wraps up the HEB Invitational in Waco. Men's Golf opens play today at the Colonial Collegiate Invitational in Fort Worth. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months and have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment, so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. Thank you, Genco. And don't forget, your vote counts. Vote today for your local school to win $1,500 with Genco School Spirit Competition. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA, equal housing lender. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. When you need help Obtaining off-site sewer and water easements, give Fawcett Title Works a call. We will obtain temporary and permanent easements, all negotiations, and a detailed spreadsheet of the status of all easements. Not only that, but Fawcett Title Works can handle everything from 404 wetlands permit applications, U.S. Army engineering permits and easements, railroad crossing permits, locating heirs to property reports, and much more. All with our fast and accurate turnaround time, ensuring we always have happy clients. Fawcett Title Works handles most counties in Texas. Fawcett Title Works of Clifton. 254-366-1192 and at FawcettTitleWorks.com. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality, 
pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. Keenan and Claire, tell them where. Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Dallas Cowboys used the running game with Ezekiel Elliott carrying 20 times for 143 yards. Cowboys had a total of 245 yards on the ground. Dak Prescott threw for four touchdowns and the Cowboys beat the Panthers 36-28. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Las Vegas Raiders back in L.A. to face the Chargers kickoff at 7:15 on ESPN. Clemson out of the top 25 for the first time since 2014. Baylor also drops back out of the top 25 after their loss to Oklahoma State on Saturday. Alabama renames number one, followed by Georgia, Iowa, Penn State, and Cincinnati rounding out the top five. The Cleveland Indians have played their final game ever, beating the Rangers in the last game of the season, 6 to nothing. Rangers end the season 60-102. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 540-20 away from 6. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Drive safely, safely as you make your way home. Uh, the, the one big win yesterday, Ward, besides the, uh, the Tampa win over New England in the National Football League, belonged to the Dallas Cowboys. As you mentioned on SportsCenter, they were down 14-13 to at halftime, and then they ruled off 20 straight. And I mean to tell you, they took the Panthers to the woodshed in that third quarter. I mean, they were yeah. dominant. The third quarter was the best quarter of football they've played in a while. Certainly this year, but you you make it go back for a couple of years. I mean, they dominated that third quarter of football. And, and how about how about how about the way they were able to run the football? Uh, that was, and, and again, when you I love able, it when you're able to run the football like that. Mm-hmm. then you're able to throw the football like that. Yes, I, I don't think there's any question that when you're running the football, what Zeke have 146, and I think Pollard had 65 they ended or up 70. 264 yards rushing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the throw to down the sideline for the touchdown to Amari Cooper, that may be the best throw I think he's had. It may be the I, – he – Fit that football in, in a in a in an envelope. I mean, you can't get it any better than that. It's coming. It's picked up. Prescott going for it all for Cooper. He's got it. Touchdown. That's <laughs> that's pretty good stuff right there. Mm-hmm. And again, I mean. Is there? I, mean, I don't know that you can make a better throw, and he and it had to be a perfect throw, or it was going to be either incomplete or intercepted. The only way it's it's a completion is for that to be a perfect, perfect throw. It was because it, that was good coverage. Yeah, it was it was great, and you couldn't have thrown it any better. He couldn't have walked it down there and handed it to him. No, any I don't cleaner. think so either. No, you're right. Uh, let's see, uh, Zeke twenty carries, Buck forty three. Pollard, 10 carries, 
67 yards. So you got one guy averaging 7.2 and another guy averaging 6.7. And then, oh, by the way, when your quarterback scrambled out, everybody hold their breath, uh, 8.8 yards per carry. Mm-hmm. They were able to move the football on the ground. Well, they were, and that opened up the passing game, and the passing game opens up the running game. They play off each other, and, you know, I, I, I get so tired of hearing, well, it's a passing league. You have to throw the football 40-plus times to win football games. No, you don't. And football's still football. And I know that, that normally Tampa doesn't throw uh, run the football a lot, but they dang sure did last night, mm-hmm. and successfully, I might add. Sure. Uh, they had a nice running game going last night. Absolutely. The, the one thing that did bother me, and I don't know about you guys, but, you know, and I, I, I think it's human nature to kind of let off the, the gas when, when, when you get a 20-something point lead late, you know, in the third. But when Carolina was able, and give them credit, uh, rules team was able to go down and score, then go down and score again. Yeah, they didn't go away. No, they didn't quit, and, and that's that's why they were three and zero coming in. I mean, they were you know, give them some credit. I mean, but when it got to that point in the football game, isn't it? Hey, let's circle the wagon and put a stop to this. They, but, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what the thought process was there. I don't. I, I yeah, because you usually see teams. Okay, let's get the ones back out there and 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 this thing to bed real quick i i don't know what the thought process was on that i still think that there may be something to the reason why Diggs was on the sideline that we weren't pervy to um but i don't know that for sure I, it may be just say hey look we're, we're gonna just hang on here we're not gonna take any more chances and we're gonna get out of here with the w i, I can't believe that buying that <laughs> I'm, i don't think i can either i ain't first one yeah okay second yeah okay but when it got down to a one-score football game, sorry, your 11 best go back out on the football field. Your 11 best go back out on the football field. And they did not do that. And he never took that towel off of his head. I don't – he probably didn't even know where his helmet was. They, I mean, so – and I haven't seen anything today. I did look uh, today, this morning, to see if there was any kind of reports – on, on digs, but because I'm telling you right now, Ward, he is playing at a level that is just it's outrageous. I mean, it's unbelievable. He had two more picks yesterday, and, and again, this and you know we we talked to Kyle Yeomans about him last week. I, I had to ask about it because he's playing at a level. He played well last year, but I mean, as a rookie, but th- as a as a second year guy, he is just off the charts. Uh, you know, I, I for me right now, uh. It's Parsons and Diggs that are carrying this thing. Uh, and I'm sorry, and I know you don't want to hear this, but I thought Jalen Smith played a pretty good football game yesterday too. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. He's been not as terrible, I'll say that. No, I mean. Because so <laughs> he hasn't had to run sideline to sideline. That's exactly right. So if you get him going, if you keep him going north and south, he He's can okay. make plays. He yes. can play north and south a little bit. Uh, but getting if, if somebody – puts him in coverage and enforces the hand where he has to go crossing routes and go sideline to sideline, he can't do it. He just can't. Well, maybe they found what he can do to help this that, football and, team. And, and, that's, and that's what a and DC that's what a good, support is yep, supposed that's to right. do. That's what you're supposed to do. Here's Dak on putting this one behind him and getting ready for next week I mean, in the we're Giants. Three and one. I told you guys that, that, that earlier in the week in the media. I mean, we've got a long way to go. This is a long season, and – our expectations and standards are, are to be the best. And whether we're 3-1 and one or whatever the record is, it's about the next game. So uh, we're going to enjoy this one. We're going to enjoy today, but we're going to get in tomorrow early and um, get our workouts in and prepare for uh, next week. 
And so, I mean, I kind of like the attitude. Hey, we got the W. Let's go to the next one. Mike McCarthy did discuss the Cowboy victory over the Carolina Panthers. The facts of the matter, we're, we're, you know, we're three and one. I would say after this three-game home home stand, you know, we'll be, you know, I would consider that the first quarter of our season. So, um, and, and that's just the, the facts of the matter. I, you know, we needed to win early this year. Uh, that, that was clearly, I think, evident uh, coming off of last year. Uh, we've had we've had some adversity and it's been it's been good to win having this adversity but uh, you know we have a lot of things we can be better at and that's the way we'll approach it uh, we'll, we'll still evaluate the same way winner win, winner no win so you know it's you know I'm not really big into comparables I don't think it's fair to this team or the the teams in the past, but um, I love the vibe of our group. Uh, I've said that since the spring. Their work ethic is top notch, but you know we still have a lot of room for improvement. Coach speak. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Trevon Diggs was dealing with some back tightness uh, yesterday, okay. so okay. Uh, Mike McCarthy also said that he could have came in if he really needed to return. I don't well, know what you really need <laughs> if, if it wasn't there when they were. <laughs> Well, one-score game, but okay, Mike, whatever. He says some dumb things, but that, that's right up there with them. I mean, what do you mean if you, if we really needed him? I mean, yeah, it's, I, a, it's a one-touchdown game. So, so that's what it was. He had back tightness. Okay. In, 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 okay, that's and, fine. And that's fine. DJ Moore's good, but when Diggs went out, he just abused they Dallas. They attacked him. Yes. They went – Matt Rule said, bing, ding, 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 yep. and went right at him. I mean to tell you right at him. So, I don't want to hear that if we needed him stuff. Just just say his back was hurting and he couldn't, and, you know, wasn't going to go in the game. So, there you go. Uh, all right, uh, 548 if we need him. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's uh, 548. We're a dozen away from six. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We're brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car business at 201 West Loop 340, right down the road from Highway 84. You can check out all the great vehicles at alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. The Baylor Bears return to McLean Stadium this Saturday as they host the West Virginia Mountaineers. Our coverage of Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas begins with Game Day Live from Touchdown Alley Saturday morning at 7 a.m. and it's presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We'll have a preview of the Bears and the Mountaineers plus a look around the Big 12 and a whole lot more. Don't miss Baylor Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni Saturday morning at 7 from Touchdown Alley on ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. If you're self-employed, you have a special health insurance problem. Michael Hurley of Hurley Benefit Services. I'm trying to help the individual out there who makes too much to qualify for any help, any subsidy or benefits from the government towards their health insurance, but does not have the income to pay the incredibly high premiums we find if you're buying your insurance individually. You can have individual or group coverage that is a lot better, that costs a lot less. HurleyBenefits.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. 
Central National Bank, member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Dallas Cowboys used the running game with Ezekiel Elliott carrying 20 times for 143 yards. Cowboys had a total of 245 yards on the ground. Dak Prescott threw for four touchdowns and the Cowboys beat the Panthers 36-28. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Las Vegas Raiders back in L.A. to face the Chargers kickoff at 7:15 on ESPN. Clemson out of the top 25 for the first time since 2014. Baylor also drops back out of the top 25 after their loss to Oklahoma State on Saturday. Alabama renames number one, followed by Georgia, Iowa, Penn State, and Cincinnati rounding out the top five. The Cleveland Indians have played their final game ever, beating the Rangers in the last game of the season, 6 to nothing. Rangers end the season 60-102. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as uh, we roll through. a. Uh, and you know what we didn't get to? We didn't get to Cincinnati whipping Notre Dame. How about that? What a nice win for the Big 12. Mm-hmm. I like to just I get know. that in. Just, <laughs> just saying. And, uh, and jumped Oklahoma. Yeah, it, it was a good win. I mean, and that's a good football team, folks. Uh, BYU is a good football team. You got some good football teams coming into the conference, and you got a good football team in BYU coming to town in a couple of weeks for homecoming. Two thirty for that kick, by the way. Two thirty, uh, and so that's good. that's good stuff. So, all right, uh, that is going to do it for us here on a uh, a Monday afternoon. It's been a busy day. We could, I mean, we could have gone for two more hours and lots of stuff to get to. But uh, want to thank Jerry Hill from. Uh, Baylor Bear Insider for being on the program today. I want to thank Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com for being on the program. We will do this again tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. So get ready for that and uh, stay tuned. We got uh, more, of, uh, more of the program, ESPN Central Texas, coming up here in just a few minutes. For Ward and for Aaron, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening and good night, everybody. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. A daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's Denver Jack of Big 12 football on the Monday Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll give you the players of the week from the Big 12 Conference representing Oklahoma State, Texas, and Texas Tech. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Wear what the Bears wear. Get your Baylor gear today at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports.